how y'all doing out there? This is Keith, and you are listening to I Pray This Helps with Keith Roberson. Today, we have a great podcast in store for you. Um, I had the privilege and the pleasure and the honor of interviewing one Maggie Chambers um, the other day. She is doling out a campaign regarding her um, Devo journal a journal like you've never heard or seen one or written in one before, um, encouraging believers um, to strengthen their walk with the Lord and encouraging those who might be on the fray and in the outskirts um, to um, find a relationship and strengthen their relationship with the Lord. Um, Take a listen. I hope that this encourages you. I hope that you are blessed by it. And moreover, I pray this helps. So, Maggie, how are you? I am doing really well. Hungry, ready for dinner, but <laughs> today is a great day. <laughs> good, good. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm keeping you from No, no, from no. Eating. You're okay. You're okay. <laughs> no, I'm I'm hungry too, so we won't we won't be long. Um, but um tell us about tell us about yourself and you know, when you think about yourself, what comes to mind and all of those things to let us know Um, a little bit more about you. Okay. So as you already mentioned, I'm Maggie Chambers and I am the founder of For Holy, what I call the fun spiritual growth brand. (laughs) Um, But basically I've been building this for a couple of years, just a brand where it could be like that go-to brand that Christians can go to, to just have fun and yet still grow spiritually. So all the products and stuff that I've been working on are products that, you know, make you be, uh, feel happier, grow closer to God, and yet um, become your best self while keeping God at the center of your life. So, yeah, so that's pretty much what I've been working on. And like, I don't know who I am. I just consider myself a creator, <laughs> to be honest. Like, um, if I had to put myself in like one word or creator, visionary, but yeah, because I just feel like God has given us so many things. Um, and no matter what platform or career or how you choose to express yourself, like we're all creators in some aspect of the, of the way. Mm, I agree. So if I'm correct, let's let's back up. I don't want to age us, but let's back up <laughs> a few years. If I'm correct, you were a fashion major when we went, when we were in school together is that correct yes i was a fashion major and literally i thought fashion was going to be my life like yeah since i was yeah since i was in high school like that's all i saw for myself i was like i'm gonna go to school for fashion and i'm gonna move to new york city start my own fashion company and like i literally that's all i saw for the rest of my life (laughs) so it's funny how how life takes a different (laughs) absolutely so we're going to get into that how do you go from being this um, fashion-minded, fashionista. I mean, and I can attest to it. I would see you on campus. Like, of course, if you were to say, hey, I'm a fashion major, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah. And knowing you for the, in that, at that time frame, no, that was what you were about. So how do you go from that to For Holy? Yeah, well, that's pretty interesting story because so I did move out to New York City after graduation I did start a fashion company it was a men's fashion company 
And um, I was doing what I love to do. Like I was enjoying myself, enjoying the journey. But as I was building the company, something just didn't sit right with me. Like something, it was, it was more so like, I always wanted to use fashion to make a difference in the world. Like I'm all about social entrepreneurship and using your resources to help solve problems and um, to give back. And I just felt like I wasn't doing that. Um, I felt like I was kind of selling out a little bit. Um, um, my stuff was like high fashion, very expensive, but I just feel like I wasn't doing w really what I wanted to do, more so like what everybody does when they go to fashion school or whatever. Um, so so I took a step back. Like I, I decided to put my company on hold and just figure out how I can transition or solve a problem, like solve a major problem using fashion. And as I was doing that, I think like so many things happened in the process of that. Like I also got involved in network marketing and that is a big part of my story because it kind of took me to where I'm at now um, because I got really um, involved with uh, self-help and like all these personal development and motivational audios. And I really like, and I really used that time to work on myself. Um, and it was great. Like, you know, I, I really felt like I was becoming my best self, but the problem was in that process, I also became my own God. And it was like, I, although mm. I was like, you know, still, um, referencing God and like, you know, thank thank God for this and praying and all that stuff. I realized that I was actually putting God on the back burner and he actually wasn't, I, I was becoming my own God. It was more so about my plans and what I wanted to do versus what God wanted to do. And if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for my grandmother who actually brought me back to this place where it's like, um, you know, like Maggie, like, you know, so I think, so the, the story goes like, I think that she got really sick of all of this positive thinking talk that I always used to tell her. Like, I'll be like, think uh... positive about this, think positive about that. And my, my grandma was a pastor at the time. Um, and so I think she got like fed up about it. So one day um, we're sitting at, um, at the house. I was living with my grandmother at the time and she, uh, she, got, she has a call from her bank. And the bank is like, um, the bank is like, um, it was an automated message and they were telling her to call, um, to call them back as soon as possible. So she starts freaking out and thinking that someone stole her card because mine, she's blind as well. So she, didn't, so she didn't know what was going on. So she's like, oh my gosh, someone stole my card. I have to call the bank back. And she's like freaking out. I'm like, grandma, calm down. You have to think positively, think positively, right? And right then and there, she like looks at me and she's just like, this is mm. how I knew she was just fed up about my positive thinking because she's just like, mm. Maggie, positive mm. thinking isn't going to change whether someone stole my card or not. And I don't know what it was mm. about those simple words, but her simple words made me think about it for mm. a second because I knew that she knew what I meant about um, thinking positively, like affecting her attitude and not necessarily the result. But that's when I realized I had went too far with the positive thinking because I actually was saying in that moment without mm. realizing it that your thoughts in that moment can physically change the situation itself instead of changing your attitude towards the situation. And so that's when I realized that I went mm. too far. Um, and so I, I was a little scared. Like I was like, wait, what? Mm. So I'm like, and I and like, it was all of this happened at once. Like I was like, wow, like I really, I really no, hear, no longer hear God's voice. Like all I hear is Maggie and my ego. Um, so that was, that was a very defining moment yeah. for me because that was the day I realized I actually need to like 
get into a Bible study. I need to start reading the Bible because I I couldn't even say like I I um I got saved as a young age, but I couldn't really say that I knew anything about the Bible or anything like that. So I was like, all right, I actually have to get serious about um, my walk with God. And that's literally when I fully committed myself back to God, got into Bible studies, starting doing devotionals every single day, started journaling. I just got really serious about my walk. And that's um, during that process was kind of God also exchanging my desires with him. I actually gave room for him to come in and actually exchange my desires with what he wanted for my life, not just what Maggie wanted for my life. And in that process, like I, I stopped having the desire to do the fashion company that I had put on hold. And God gave me this idea. Um, it was a, a long time ago. I'm not even gonna say the, the name of the book, but it gave me this idea to create this book, um, basically to help other like friends and family, you know. Um, uh, it was like this idea for this, like this guided journal um, to help friends and family, just basically, it was just general positive thinking or po like encouraging messages and daily challenges. And I just wanted to gift it to friends and family for the holidays. But I was like, mm. you know what, as I was working on it, I was like, oh, this actually seems like something kind of cool. But one thing that I said during this process was, I don't want this to be a Christian thing or a God thing. And I was very clear about that because I was just like, you know, I have friends from all walks of life and I didn't want to mm -hmm. like, alienate them or anything like that. So I just created this book and it was just like general, like um, encouraging messages every day for 31 days. And then it had like a challenge on each day. And I put it out there and it was a complete failure. Like, and not mm. necessarily like people didn't purchase it and stuff like that. Um, Cause I, eventually I went from just selling it to friends and family to just opening up to everybody. Like I created a blog um, around this whole book so I can start promoting it. And um, so I had an email list, but um, but the problem was I had no focus because I, I wasn't true. Like I felt like God was giving me this idea, but I wasn't true to who I was. I was like, I, I was careful about the kind of messages that I would send out because I would send out encouraging messages every Tuesday. Um, but I didn't want to talk about like Christian things or like scriptures and stuff like that because I, like I said, I didn't want to alienate my following or my friends. And so that was also like a moment in my life where I had to make a decision. Like, you know, are you going to try to market to everyone when you're marketing to no one? Or are you gonna be authentic and be true to who you are and start focusing on what God is, you know, trying to, to bring you into? And so I did, um, yeah. I, I, I made a decision that I was gonna change the name of my blog and that's how Four Holy came about. Um, I changed it. It was called Wind Journal mm. before. Nobody knew what I was saying. If I was saying wind, wing, wind. So I, so a very unsexy name, but I changed it to For Holy to step into this new season that I felt like God was bringing me in. And I did my first, like sent out my yeah. first message. Go, go ahead. Yeah, so, so talk to us about the name For Holy specifically. So walk us through how you came upon that name. If you um, can. I don't, it was, it was like six years ago. So I'm not exactly sure how it really came about, but it was more so like the name kind of stood for like, for, I, in my mind, I was thinking like, this is for God, you know? And so for, for the Holy One or whatever. And it just, I don't know, just one day I had been, you know, praying about a name and it just, it just came like for Holy, why not? Right. 
Um, and that's kind of how that name came about. Mm -hmm. And I looked it up and I saw that it was available. So that was that was the route that I took with that. Okay. That that always helps. That always helps. Yeah. Um, man, as you as as you're talking, as you're talking, I'm reminded about how much of a entrepreneurial spirit you have, right? Like, correct me if I'm wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, that's what comes to mind. Cause I'm like, dang, she did have a clothing company. It was called F Five Chambers, Five Chambers, I believe. Chambers, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you do, I won't tell everybody all that you do, but you do a myriad of things. Um, can you tell us where that spirit comes from? And I'm using spirit very loosely, but like, you know, where does that entrepreneurial spirit come from, you think? I honestly, I'm not sure. Like, I think when I was younger, like, I think, I guess it's more so not, I don't even think it stemmed from like just an entrepreneurial spirit. It's more so just having the freedom to be creative, having the freedom to just, and never having that pressure from my parents to do certain things. Like I have friends where it's like their parents, are like you have to go to college for this and that. Mm -hmm. And I had parents who were very open, where it's like, whatever you want to do, you can do. And so my mom was very big on like being creative and stuff like that. So my sister and I, when we were younger, we used to get into so much stuff. We used to like tie dye our jeans and we just used to, we would buy, oh, so our, our mom would buy like sodas and stuff from Costco. And we were like, mm. well, let's, let's sell them to the neighbors. Like, let's, so we would, so we would, and we, there was in the area we grew up in, there was doing, there was a lot of construction happening. So we would sell it like the sodas that our mom bought from Costco to the workers to make some money. And I don't even know what we would buy, but it was just, mm. we just did that for fun. And then we would go around to the neighbor's houses and ask them if we can wash their cars. And I just felt like we always were just getting into things um, and just trying to like fill our time with something, just to do creative things, to just have fun. And for us, that was just what it was. So I think that, I guess, as a child, having that freedom to do these things kind of just played a huge part in um, who I became because I just, I knew I always wanted to have my own business. Like I never, my, my goal was always go to college, start your own company. I don't know where it came from, but that was always inside of me. And like, I always wanted that freedom to create my own schedule and to do what I wanted to do and not what somebody's telling me to do. I love that. I love that. And I, I would ask this cliche question about like, do you think that it helped you along the way to get to where you are now? But obviously it has, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't, I mean, I don't really have to ask that question, but, um, not too long ago, I would say maybe six or maybe maybe even nine months ago, um, I got a text from you asking, hey, man, I'm doing sort of like a, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm doing sort of like this focus group because I want to start doing devos and stuff like that. Would you be open yeah. to receiving emails? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Like anything, anything for holy, I'm definitely down with, right? Yeah. And, I'll, and I'll be honest. I'm like, okay, this is gonna last maybe like, maybe like oh, maybe a couple of weeks. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking, right? Forgetting who I'm talking to, really, and for, you know what I mean, and forgetting, you know, or maybe not even knowing in some instances the the drive and the determination. And I don't want to use those words because we know that there's something intrinsically inside you to do these things. You know what I mean, and 
more moreover there is the holy spirit that is driving you to do these things um and um impelling you to do these things but um i didn't think that it would last as long now i'm saying i'm still getting emails and i get convicted every every daggone week i'm like i gotta get on this because i love journaling and i love talking to god like in writing in writing form um and if you never tried it anybody out there listening if you've never written to the lord i implore you to try it and to do it it will take you to places that you never thought I'll, i'll let you speak to that if you can you know yeah no like that was a big part of like me like i i look at different periods of my life and i say like this last i guess this latter chapter or the most recent chapter of my life was and i say i guess the last seven years was more so about like me wanting to become all that you know god created me to be and um and to step into the fullness of what he created who he created me to be and so a huge part of that was journaling you know um I had mentors that did it all the time. They suggested it and they didn't just talk about it. Like they lived these things. Like, you know, they would, I would be around them. They would pull out a book. They would pull out a journal. They would put out, pull out like, you know, a sermon or an audio. And I just saw that. And I saw like how, not saying that they didn't have obstacles or challenges in their lives, but they just were at peace. You know, I saw that they were happier people. You know what I'm saying? And I just really wanted those same results in my life. Um, And they were also like financially successful as well. But that was just more so a result of everything that they were doing internally. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because it's like that was just just an addition. Mm -hmm. But anyways, but so I, I just saw that and I was just like, wow, like I really I really admire that. And so I started journaling. Um, I started journaling my prayers. I started journaling things that I was grateful for. I started journaling my thoughts. And I love it so much because it's like you can look back on your journals from years ago and see where you were and how God brought you through that season. And it's like, wow, if God brought me through that, he can take me through whatever I'm going through at this moment right now. And that's what I love so much. I love it. Like, it's one of my favorite things to do, to look back to like, all right, this is August. I don't know what today's day is, 11th. Oh, August 11th. So I'll look at August 11th last year and then the year before that and the year before that. And yes, I have some crazy consistent themes, but it's still fun to, to really do because you're like, wow, like I've grown so much. And it's just always good to have a place where you can chronicle your walk with God and just your, your life and your journey and your process. Absolutely. I knew I knew that you would touch on touch on that. I was like, this is her. I'm interviewing her. Let her speak to this thing. Uh, because, yeah, no, like when I would journal, I would be able to look back at certain places to where the Lord brought me from, you know, and, or, you know, hey, man, I remember I was super worried and concerned about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, don't even you shouldn't even worry about that, um, younger Keith because you know the lord took care of it and um i was speaking to um you know i'm in a creative group called uh creative heads and uh we had a meeting um last week that kind of turned into a devotional uh or, or um you know a bible study and yeah. uh you know we were just talking about you know it was like oh i need it was like i need to create something in order to to look back on um you know to see where the lord brought me from and i say man i don't think you know how biblical that is yeah you know like the lord would 
literally tell his people to create monuments exactly um, to, for where the Lord brought you from. And I believe that that is a part of that, you know, being able to um, write down everything that you're going through, the bare bones, being, you know, stripping yourself naked, being completely forget transparent, being vulnerable with the Lord, because he already knows anyway, and being able to look back on that and saying, like, look at where God brought me from. But with with that, I was saying you do devotionals. So what do your um, devotionals entail and how do you come about um, like what like what is your process? If you can tell us that, because I know you are an artist. Um, <laughs> no, so as much say. as you can tell us about your process in creating devotionals. Yeah, so literally, I think it's 100% the Holy Spirit, <laughs> because when I tell you, if mm -hmm. you would have told me, as we've talked about before in college, that I would be writing, what? Like, I would have mm -hmm. laughed at you. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm, mm -hmm. I was actually always one to express myself through writing. So actually, that's not true. Like, I used to write, you know, when you used to write notes in school to friends and stuff like that, mine would be super long, you know, yeah. or if I had like strong feelings towards my like high school, like boyfriends and stuff, like I would be writing these wrong, long notes and long text messages and stuff. So I was always felt like I expressed myself better through writing. Um, but yeah. yeah, like literally my process has been like, you know, Lord, like <laughs> give me a message today. Like, and I literally pray before I write anything. Like I'm always praying like, you know, whatever, what do you want to say through me to your people? You know, um, you know, give me a word. And I promise you, like he has not failed me every single, I've been doing this for yeah. almost seven years, every single week for seven years, I have written a message and sent it out consistently. And he has not failed me yet. Yeah. Like there's always something that he wants to, me to say. And a lot of it is my personal journey. Like I do talk, like use my stories as a way to segue like into like maybe a Bible story or just a message that God has placed on my heart. Um, and then sometimes I might use other people's stories or whatever, something that maybe I heard or, you know, um, but a lot of it is my walk and I, I try to be as transparent as possible, you know, as, I mean, as much as I can be, you know, <laughs> of course some, you know, if I'm using yeah, a story about yeah. somebody else, I won't give specific, specific details, but like, yeah, I think that that has been helpful. That's um, one thing that people tell me that they really appreciate about my writing because it's like, you know, I'm just being real. Like, you know, um, in the beginning, I didn't really, I didn't have a, I didn't have my, I couldn't find my writing voice. And I think that was because I wasn't being true to who I was. And I was trying to be like all these other, um, you know, bloggers and speakers out there. And like, I was just trying to write just a robotic message. But the moment I just stopped caring about grammar, stopped caring about all these things and just write, like just talking, like I write, I feel like I write how I talk to a friend. And I always read back my, my devotionals and I'm like, would you say this to your friend? And I'm like, no, I probably wouldn't say it like this. Then I go back and, and edit it out because it's like, I want it to be where it's like, you're reading something that could be like a conversation, you know, that you can really relate to and apply to your life versus something that you're like, wow, this is so great. And I, I, I take a lot from it, but it's like, this, I just can't relate to the situation, you know? Mm -hmm. How would you say, journaling and, and devoing has um affected i want to say your prayer life but moreover your walk entirely with the lord 
Well, um, I, I think that's a that's a compound question, but I do I am asking both. So, like in your prayer life, how has it affected it? You think, if at all, and B, but more importantly, your walk with with the Lord. Okay, like I'll take it first. Okay, the prayer life. Um, I think that sometimes half the time, like when I start journaling, like I'm just like journaling my thoughts, but then like I'm like journaling to God. Like it will be like halfway through. It's just like I'm it, I'm really like just talking to God about like just everything that's going on and so i just feel like it's helped me to be have a more intimate relationship with god because like yeah in my prayers i do the same thing too like as i'm praying and i'm i'm speaking freely and everything like that but like i said like sometimes i feel like i express myself best through writing so sometimes it's just easier to get it all out you know on um, that way mm -hmm. so i feel like that's been helpful and then i also like as you're writing like i feel like you know there are many times where the holy spirit like i feel just just gives me that encouragement too. So a lot of like my journals, you'll see at the end, like I'll be frustrated. Say I'm like in a frustrated place, but then at the end, I'm just like, well, God is faithful. You know, I know he's gonna come through for me. And I know, and I notice yeah. that I always end like in a positive note, you know, or if it's a question, yeah. cause I'm not gonna say always, but like a lot of the time. Um, and so I think that it's, so to answer your question about the prayer life, I think it's just helped me to have a more intimate relationship with God. And then the other half of your question was, um, I forgot, go ahead. <laughs> no, just, just your overall walk with the Lord, you know? Oh, um, okay. You were saying, um, devotionals and stuff like, oh yeah, because sometimes yeah. when I'm, when I'm writing and I'm, I'm doing my best to encourage other people, it's always a message for me mm. too. And for me first, Absolutely. sometimes I need that reminder, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying? So like, as I'm writing to other Absolutely. people, I'm also talking to me, like, look, like, you know, God is saying this to you too. So I don't know. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, I know the apostle Paul talks about that and I don't want to misquote him, but he does speak to that. Like, Hey man, when I'm sharing this with you, like the Lord has already took me through this process or I'm going through it as well. Yeah. Um, Let's talk more about the journal specifically. So you're doing you're doing a campaign, correct? You're doing a, a you have a physical journal that you plan to. There's a campaign of some sort. So if you could, you know, elaborate on that, because I don't want to jack it up. And, and <laughs> yeah. how can we support you in that? Yes. Yeah, so um, I guess it's been since we have seven days left in the campaign, um, over 20 days, let's just say that about 23 days ago, um, I launched a Kickstarter campaign for a product I've been working on called Devo Journal. And that's the beginning of what you mentioned earlier um, when you were like, I was doing like a, a survey and surveying people. I was just trying to get um, feedback on something I actually started five years ago but never felt like um, God was giving me the green light to move forward. Every time I would move forward, I tried to move forward with it. I just felt like lack of peace, lack of sleep, and that God's like, not now, not now. So finally during the pandemic, I felt like God was giving me the green light to pursue it. So that's when I started like doing surveys and everything and really getting a lot of feedback about this. Um, and then eventually we launched 23 days ago on Kickstarter. So you can definitely support yeah. there. Um, Devo Journal is a 13 week devotional journal that helps you include God in your daily routine. So it has devotion, um, it has devotionals in it. 
It has um, daily journal prompts, weekly activities, and just all these things to really help you to grow closer to God and to just, you know, live fuller and also to achieve your daily goals and be more grateful as well. Um, a lot of the journal prompts, um, gratitude is a huge thing that I'm big on. And um, so it starts, every day starts with, you know, you writing at least three things that you're grateful for. So Kickstarter is, you know, you're trying to raise money. So why do you need money for this in order yeah, to do so it? Why not just put out the book and let it be what it is? Yeah, no, that's a, actually an excellent question. So a question that I've gotten often, like why even use Kickstarter? So kick, for those who are unfamiliar, Kickstarter is a crowdfunding platform and it basically helps um, people bring their products to market and get in front of more people because they are already... They already have a platform um, with millions of people that back projects. So it just helps you to get your product in front of more people. So that's why I decided to use Kickstarter um, because I felt like it was the best platform for me to put my um, devotional journal out there. Eventually, um, we will be selling through the website. Um, but yeah, this was just um, to help us to get um, also the startup uh, startup capital to be able to place the, the manufacturing order. So a lot of times when you work with different factories and stuff, they have a minimum, um, minimum order quantity. Um, so in order to reach that minimum order quantity, doing something like a crowdfunding platform where people pre-order the product up front will help you have the capital to be able to start your the process of, you know, building your business and manufacturing. Nice. Clarity. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I appreciate it. I'm, I mean, because I know that there's a reason. You know what I mean, like this is just, you know, I'm asking that question for the person is like, well, where can I purchase the book? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't want to say better, but what makes your book different from other devos? Um, and what makes it, and I'll keep saying book, but what makes your journal different from other devotional journals? I mean, it's all for the kingdom. It's all for the glory of God. But what makes yours unique? Yeah, no, that's an amazing question. So one thing that I wanted to create was um, I had a problem with, like, what I see what happened most of the time for me was, like, I would have a journal. I would have my Bible. And then I would have a devotional and it's like three books and I would be like, okay, so say I missed doing my devotions in the morning. It's like, I'm not taking this with me. And like, you know, I have a very active lifestyle. So I'm like, well, why do we have all these different books for like, you know, why can't we just have it all in one? So that's where this mm. idea kind of also blossomed into to create an all-in-one devotional journal. So Devo Journal actually is a combination of, um, has features of five books in one. So you get the, you have a devotional book, you have um, your activity book, you have a weekly planner, you have um, blank dot grid pages, um, and then you also have like daily, a daily journal like prompts and everything in it. So it's like you have features of all these books instead of having a separate book for each time of the day you can just have a small portable like you know compact book that you can carry with you and you can do it anywhere at any time because i know that in the christian community everybody's like you know do your devotions in the morning which i agree is a great time to do your devotions um, because it sets the tone for each day but not everybody's schedule yeah. works out like that, you know? Not everybody's work schedule mm -hmm. works out like that. Maybe you're out or maybe you're working an overnight shift or something like that. So having something like this where you can take with you and do at any time of day is 
could be really helpful mm. for somebody. Um, so that's where this kind of idea kind of blossomed into um, other than like, you know, just wanting to grow spiritually and having something. And, and then also like all the devotionals that I saw, all the journals that I saw, um, I never could find one like, most of them look like just workbooks, like just paperback workbooks where it's like, you know, they had devotionals in it and then like maybe questions or whatever, but it was like a workbook. I wanted something that felt special, something that was like vegan leather or leather, but we chose to use vegan leather because it's sustainable, more sustainable, um, you know, so or that, animal from what I've From what I've seen, yeah, from what I've seen, it's a very nice looking um, uh, cover. It's, <laughs> um, it, it looks like leather. Yeah, it's actually, right. it's vegan leather. Um, so we were trying to be animal friendly mm. with this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it leather. is very high quality vegan leather. And it just makes it look good and it makes you feel good, you know, while you're writing it and everything. So it's not just a workbook that rips up and then you're like, well, I got to throw this away when it's, you can actually keep it and it makes you feel special or, you know, and I think that's important sometimes, you know, to have something that makes you, because I don't know if it's just me, like when I used to um, shop for like even sketchbooks, like, you know, when I was doing fashion, like it, I would spend hours in like an art store finding the perfect book that because it's just I don't know. It's just something about finding something that just it looks special and makes you feel special and helps you to really like know that, OK, if I put something in this, it's something that I would like to keep as a great memory and it won't fall apart, you know? Good. If that makes Very any good. sense. <laughs> so I think we we it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect yeah. sense. Um, we talked about we talked about you know how we got to this point, um, and we talked about like you know I think a large part of why you're doing what you're doing is because of who you are. More more importantly, because of who God made you. All of that is kind of understood. But if we really peered in on the why. You know what I mean? Like we can do, like I was saying, I'm like, man, this is probably going to last for like maybe two or three weeks. You know what yeah. I mean? She's not going to do this forever. And I, I'm still not saying you're going to do this forever. God might take, and I'm pretty sure God is going to take you elsewhere and do other yeah, things. Yeah. Although this is a pretty great thing. But can you talk more about like, you know, like why is this really, why is this really pressing upon your heart to do this? Yeah, yeah. So I kind of touched on it a little bit when I was telling this story about like, you know, how my right. grandma kind of like was that person that helped me to get back into that place with God. Like mm -hmm. for me, like it's something that I'm extremely passionate about, passionate about like helping people to step into their purpose and become their best self. Like I've always felt like that was a purpose that God had for me is to help people to step into that. So I wanted, you know, obviously first me, you know, I had to do that with me. And I'm not saying that I am, I'm always going to be a student for life. So I'm growing mm. always and I will grow for the mm. rest of my life. I'm, I'm going to be a student for life. Um, but mm. that's kind of where that passion came from. Um, I really, that, that brings me, that makes my heart sing. It gives me the most joy to help people um, yeah. just really step into their purpose and like use whatever God has given you, the talents, the gifts, the skills, the ideas to just make a difference in the world in some way. That's what makes my heart sing. So my prayer is that by even just taking these steps to like build this daily habit um, every single day by sending time with God every day, that you will find your purpose in Christ and he will help you to step into that. 
as well. So that's kind of where all this, like the bigger vision of what I want for this journal. And I think it just starts simply with you spending time with God each day, even if it's just five minutes a day, that's a start, you know, to get you to help to grow um, spiritually. And also because I was that person where I was that Christian where I thought that I was like in a good place, but I actually didn't know that I, what I didn't know, you know, um, if that makes any sense, mm. like I kind of, yeah, I, I just yeah. was a stagnant Christian and it really took mm. just doing some of these things to help me to grow and then surrounding myself also with other mature believers to realize that, wow, like you have a lot of growing to do. So just like I said, I'm very big on just starting small with these small things, like even if it's just journaling or doing small things will eventually lead to big results. Wow. Wow. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Um, Maggie, um, tell us what the website is, where we can support you, how we can support you, how and um, how we can, um, you know, support uh the journal and all of that and how we can obtain it and all just the whole shebang. How, how do we get involved? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think the best way to go, cause we are on Kickstarter right now um, because that link is super long. Mm -hmm. I think the best place to go is to forholy.com. So F O R holy.com. Um, and then you'll see a big banner at the top that says live on Kickstarter. Now you can click that button and it will take you directly to the Kickstarter campaign. So you can support before um, our campaign is over. Um, we're also on social media. So we're on um, Instagram at For Holy Co, um, TikTok, For Holy, <laughs> Facebook.com slash For Holy. So it's really easy to find us if you type in For Holy on social media. Um, and the link will be in all those locations for you to go directly to Kickstarter to support. And I appreciate every one of you who do support. <laughs> Absolutely. How much how much money do you want us to donate? Well, <laughs> there are different pledge rewards. So we, okay, so this is actually really important to um to, to cover. Mm -hmm. So on Kickstarter, because mm -hmm. it can be a little confusion, mm -hmm. there are reward levels and each reward is basically that's just your purchase. So whether you wanna the the reward is um because it's pre-ordering, they call it a reward. Um so there are different tiers. So you can order one Devo journal, you can do two, or you can do five. So whichever um, one you would like, um, it's always the, but the more that you purchase, the greater the discount. So just keep that in mind. So if you wanna buy one for you and a friend, it's a better discount than just buying one at a, one. Nice. Maggie, before I let you go, is there anything that I missed? Anything that you wanna say before I let you go? Um. I guess the only thing left to really say is that, you know, whoever is watching this, whatever it is that you feel that God's placing on your heart to do, just go after it. <laughs> Honestly, I really just feel strongly about that. And I just pray mm. that, you know, this interview or just hearing a little bit about my story will encourage you to go after your dreams and the things that God has placed on your heart. Awesome. Maggie, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate um, you too. Um, Godspeed, blessings, all all the good things that come from heaven um, <laughs> rain down on what God is doing 
through you and, and through your ministry. I appreciate you. Once again, the website is forholy.com. Yes, you can so find her on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, I think you said. <laughs> um, she has intriguing. I, I, yeah, she's definitely on TikTok. I see the um, post on Instagram. Intriguing content. Um, I just have I, I see this stuff and I'm like, oh, I wonder how I can help. Um, one day, one day we'll we'll get there. But she's doing a great job. Um, it's intriguing content. It's great stuff to watch and apply to your everyday life, ladies and gentlemen. Of fourholy.com, Maggie Chambers. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Maggie.